Texas Spirits started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. We were the first legal distillery in Texas. Still Texas-made and owned. Still making the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. After a long, exciting weekend in Zilker Park for ACL Fest, uh, which we had some pretty cool moments. We'll talk about that later in the show. I finally decided, Emily, it is time to get my health together. Oh, whoa. It, it, it took sniffing and snorting up a bunch of uh, dust at yeah. Silver Park for you to actually... I mean, it wasn't even that, because, you know, I've, I've, I've joked that I come home every... Not joked, but I've joked about being a dad for doing it, but I, I shower every night, and I'll usually neti pot, Yeah. especially after ACL Fest. You but love not, telling people that. Not that, just the amount of pain, like how hard it is to walk and pick stuff up. Like, a couple times I had to bend over to pick stuff up or like get out of a seat and I'm like man I'm I'm too I'm older but I'm still too young to be dealing with like what people in their late 60s have going on <laughs> yes it's, it's frustrating mobility. yeah and that. just like all the coughing and you know I've gone through long phases of having chronic bronchitis or whatever it is where I've coughed for like a year Ugh. and now I'm like I'm tired of it I'm I'm gonna I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to go to the doctor this week and be like, hey, I have this dumbass cough. Give me some codeine cough syrup. Did you make your appointment? I'm going to do that today. Okay, see, that's, what, yeah, you that's have to make do. your appointment because everybody today. says, I'm going to go to the doctor. And then I, like, my boyfriend says this all the time. And then I say, uh, well, have you made it an appointment? And he's like, no, no, I'm going to do that on Monday. Are you sure? Hey, Monday's here, and I'm going to do that today. And even if I can't get into my doctor, because she's always, like, super packed months out, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it. ARC. Is a good Austin Regional Clinic. They have several. I'm going to do that. Okay. But the other thing is like with my physical health, it's, uh, you know, because I have uh, a spinal issue and I have a hip issue and I decided that it's dumb that when it comes to these issues and I'm doing physical therapy and physical therapy really helps, um, that I'm like, well, it's too expensive. Insurance won't cover it after five sessions, which is dumb. It's, yeah, that's It's ridiculous that my insurance, that... Our insurance at work, we had to change it because our insurance company and a lot of places are dumping Anthem, but they were like, ah, it's too expensive because your people are too sick. That insurance will make more money by keeping us somewhat healthier, right? <laughs> but after five sessions of physical therapy, they're like, that's all you get this year. And that Come was the thing helping year. me. But it's dumb that I will go and spend money on concert tickets or traveling when uh. it's like... What what fun is doing this stuff if I can barely walk? That's like, true. I and if you're to, injured after it, I I spent the last year getting sober. I did that, working on mental health as well. So now I want to have I want to work on my physical health. I'm gonna your do body, that. Your mind and your spirit, dude. It sucks ass being at a park with a bunch of young people at a concert and mentally you're still feeling young and fun. And I'm excited. Like yesterday, I really spent time going out into some crowds for shows. Like I usually wouldn't have, but walking home every night or getting to the bus or do, I was just like, I was limping. My back hurt. I went to Saturday. I got home and started doing yard work and taking apart the above ground pool I'd set up and I couldn't lift these boards. And I'm like, those aren't that heavy. I'm like, I got to do it. I got to invest in getting healthy because it just, God damn, growing old sucks. But when you have exacerbating issues... 
It sucks worse. And the the worst part is when you see other people that are doing better than you and they're around your same age. Because I get so pissed off when I see people my age do handstands for fun. I'm like, shut up. How do you do that? Stop That's that. That's impossible. There, there's no way that here you can do a handstand and you're not in a gymnastics class at the age of it's five. It's not fair. No, it's not fair. I will never Your be able to do a, gym, a handstand. Yes. I did see some old dudes that were like yoked and like dancing and doing backflips. I'm like, I don't necessarily need to be that, but I, I want to be able to function. I'm going to do it all. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish doing my stuff with QC Kinetics. I'm going to get into physical therapy. I'm going to go to a hippie witch doctor. I even thought I'm, I'm going to go do wellness those, retreat. I'm going to go do one of those dumb free yoga classes. Like, do cause it it's all about me. motion so and movement. It smells and I'm around other people, but it no excuses, no excuses. I got to get healthy and I got to do it by next weekend's ACL Fest. Today, we proudly celebrate the man who first discovered America. That's right. Let's discover the first European to discover America. Um. Hey, everybody. It's Leif Erikson Day. Celebrating the uh, Viking, Scandinavian or Icelandic born explorer Leif Erikson, who had quite a fascinating life. And here's another thing about Leif Erikson, Emily, is uh, he had some big f- shoes to fill. His father, his last name being Eric's son, his father was Eric the Red, a famous Viking traveler, explorer, and conqueror. And now Leif went on to be the more famous one, actually having been one of the uh, early Vikings, we do believe. It might not have been him. It was a tribute to him. Mm-hmm. But a lot of uh, those sailors who, you know, Leif populated uh, Greenland was one of the first to kind of discover, go into Greenland and set up uh, colonies there. Greenland, of course, not being green. Yes, and ice, of course. Iceland not, of course, really not being, being icely. Yeah. They kind of got those opposite. Um, yeah. But on yeah. top of that, some of the, some of the uh, there's there's evidence that those early Scandinavian uh, seafaring people had made it as far as Nova Scotia and maybe even further uh, down south. Like there are some that believe like in, into the Hudson Bay area, you know, Whoa. New York, Canada. But that the uh, the Vikings were actually the first to come to America and possibly even live here for a while, and that's what a uh, Leif Erikson Day is all about. Okay, you, you thought I was you thought I was going somewhere else with that? I as really, I, could tell. I really did. I was like, hmm, interesting that, choice. That's that's the uh, that's the good uh, rub on that. Is yeah. I, I, I tricked you, but yeah. thank you for setting me up with that uh, wonderful SpongeBob quote. Yeah, funny enough, when I saw you prep this today, I I honestly did not know who Leif Erikson was, and the first thing I thought of was the SpongeBob uh, quote. Uh, I love it. He wakes up in bed and he's wearing the Viking like red beard and hat. Yinga dinga dinga. Yeah. But it it is funny because today we it used to be Columbus Day. Now we celebrate it as Indigenous. People's Day, but I just wanted to do the completely dumb fun throw off yeah. of Leif Erikson Day, which made me think of this Interpol song yeah. I'm playing underneath. But yes. Man, there's a lot of stuff about this guy. Here we go. National Leif Erikson Day celebrates the Icelandic born explorer. Um, he takes credit for being one of the first Europeans known to have s- stepped foot in North America in about, uh, you know, the 900s or year 1000. At some point, I do believe, uh, other than gathering people and getting them to go on these uh, these these quests to set up different colonies, different territory, I think he was 
Him or his father were exiled at some point Ooh. and then returned to their homeland, got permission from uh, what, whichever tribal king they, they had and went to set up uh, different colonies because essentially you would go on these raids you would go, I mean, you've seen the Northmen, right? You know what I'm talking about. I've not seen the yeah, Northmen, right. unfortunately. But because, I'll say yes for this because you Yes, I have. You don't realize that's the hottest Skarsgård. I don't. He's not the hottest Skarsgård. He is. A, you watch True Blood. Watch I, the Northmen. He's the hottest Skarsgård. I will just watch it over and over again and fantasize <laughs> about the clown. <laughs> you and your liking weird face dudes. I, I don't do. get it. The, look funky. at those abs. He's so funky. Uh, I like that. I looked up Leif Erikson. Um, his nickname is Leaf, Leaf, Lif, Lif the Lucky. Leif, Leif the Lucky. The Lucky. Uh, Cute, adorable. He needs a little t-shirt with that on it. I like that very much. Uh, not to be confused with Leif Garrett, uh, a young actor, well, rock star from the 70s that kind of went downhill. Mm. But yes, uh, established colonies in, in Greenland. Uh, some were doomed to failure. Some succeeded. But he uh, he had a very... Fun and interesting life, and I won't get too much into the nerd history part of it, but if you want, ever want to go down, as I do, one of those Wikipedia rabbit holes and read about a pretty interesting character, I would say uh, Leif, Leif Erikson was one of those. And it makes me think, like, what what is our exploring area now? Like, these guys got on ships. I know. And you didn't know if they'd come back. They were traveling through the ocean. You didn't know if they would find something. It's kind of like outer space now. Yeah, that's why we like geocaching so much. Because it's the closest thing we have to discovering new things. Yeah, but I mean, if if I wanted to be a Viking or a pirate or an explorer, I'd have to to get on one of these trips to Mars. Yeah, and if... Be one of the first colonists there. Back in the day, if I wanted to be a Viking or an explorer, um, I would have to be a man. So they'd say, no woman on the boat, you're yeah. bad luck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think in uh, in some Viking tribes, women were a little more able to uh, participate. Oh, the in, progressive in, ones. In, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the liberals. The, the progressive Vikings <laughs> sacking and killing people. But hey, they let women to it do. But anyway, anyhow, yes, ha- happy, 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 uh, very special Leif Erikson Day to all those of you out there who celebrate. Hey everybody, it's Leif Erickson Day! Hinga dinga bergen! Is Will Farrell pulling some Bill Murray stuff? Damn straight he is. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Of the good things to happen over this weekend, uh, Will Farrell, Emily, you pulled this video for me. He showed up to a fraternity <laughs> party. Between, uh, I guess, before the USC football game and just started DJing. Yeah, uh, he crashed a USC frat party to DJ while he was visiting his son at school. That's that's pretty rad. Yeah, uh, very adorable. I guess he just got behind the DJ booth. And we shared a video on Twitter at CJ Morgan Show if you want to check it out because it's so hilarious. It's, it's very Will Ferrell. He puts his red cap on backwards. He's got sunglasses on. Frank the Tank's back! It was It's Frank the Tank style as he uh, plays songs like Eye of the Tiger and another song. In Paris. In, we'll call, in well, Paris. That's what I love. You know, <laughs> the video we saw, he was DJing in Paris, as we'll call it, which actually, mm-hmm. you know, it's from the uh, Gold album, but yeah, has him. It samples at, him. It samples him. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Which is just awesome because the video cut out before, but I really wonder 
if he got on the DJ mic. Yeah, and said and, it. And said his own part during that song. Like, it's after Jay-Z and Kanye rap, and it gets to the, like, really, really heavy beat. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's gets well, the people going. going. But, then, yeah, that would have oh, been awesome. Incredible. I mean, having him up there anyways is just cool. Yes. But that would have been pretty rad if he had uh, done his own voiceover clip. And, man, I mean, like, Nepo babies are annoying, but if my dad... <laughs> Like, if, if my friend's dad was Will Ferrell and he just showed up to the frat party, I would be like, I love Nepo babies. This is incredible. This yeah. is what I want. And that would make it cool. He's so just Will Ferrell just seems like one of those guys where he's just I never want him to die. He just needs to stick around forever. That is he is what is keeping this country together him and his little backwards cap and the sunglasses. He's wearing a gold chain on his neck and he's has a serious face and he's DJing and clapping. Yeah. And I don't think any of these kids understand that they are in uh, the same room as an icon. I've I've had comedy icons throughout my life and uh, yeah, Will Ferrell's one of them because I started at a young age with Belushi and yes. then Chris Farley and Adam Sandler were two of my big ones. I mean, we were talking at the start of this show how my body hurts, how I'm like so, <laughs> my spine, my hip, I have a lot of physical ailment, shoulder that dislocates. Sorry, that's, I didn't mean to laugh. That's but because yeah. I would do a lot of Chris Farley, pre- I would break tables, I would knock things oh over, gosh. I would fall out, of, I would do things for humor just like that. And and then after that, Will Ferrell became like the voices, the weird faces, like just all that. He was one of my comedy heroes and when i first moved away to college guess what movie was out old school where they're all older and they start their own fraternity and so i loved it which is why everybody's freaking out about him djing because he's just like frank the tank and i absolutely love that i mean that gold album that song particularly i mean that song goes hard it does like it is just i used to use this as walkout intro music for my old radio show because it is just so awesome but to have so him good. sampled in it, it's pretty rad. And just uh, again, I, I I mentioned Bill Murray earlier, but like he he Bill Murray shows up and does kind of weird, fun things like mm-hmm. that. And I love to see Will Ferrell doing it more. And, and yeah. you know, he went to USC. He's a big fan of LA sports, especially LAFC. You'll see Will Ferrell at a lot of. Kind of like our Matthew McConaughey he's, does. He's their Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Which they, I mean, well, it's, it's there's L- a lot. It's so. LA, and he's Will Ferrell, yeah. so it's a little bigger. But still, it's kind of cool to show up and see him do that. And uh, you know what? I'm I, I might just show up at uh, your house someday. I might come hang My out. My house? Yeah. The em- DJ? Emily, you might be having a dinner party, and uh, all of a sudden, everyone's <laughs> like, "Whoa, CJ's here playing music." I'll take your phone away, and I'll just start playing Spotify songs oh aggressively. My God. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, hey, Emily, congrats, celebrity me. How to live longer. It's Matt Bearden here for the parent pickup. He's the resident dad on the show. So if you're in the line getting your kids, listen to what he has to say. Yeah, live fast, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. I think that's what we all want when we're a little live younger. Fast, die young. Bad I, girls do it well. I never even thought about long life or being healthy or any of that stuff. I didn't care until I had kids. And then it does a weird thing in your brain where I want to see my kids do yeah. and accomplish certain Same. things. I didn't think about living long and healthy life until I had money. And then I was like, oh, 
Wait. This is kind of neat. You have money now? Yeah. I'm engaged to someone who works in tech. Oh, that's right. Ah, that's there right. It is. Yeah. There it is. Uh, there is some advice out right now about people who live in blue zones. And blue zones are these like kind of nine areas around the world where people tend to outlive everyone around them. Whoa. But the whole little area tends to outlive, you know, other Once folks. in like uh, Sicily, they're they're famous for having a bunch of old ass Italian people. Okinawa, just eating Japan, Parmesan cheese. Sardinia, yeah, yeah. Italy, Nicoya Peninsula, Peninsula in Costa Rica, Icaria in Greece, and Loma Linda in California are just some of the blue zones. And so they've been exper- not experimenting, but uh, researching like why are people doing better there? And here's some of the things they came up with. One, we should be eating more plants. It just comes right down yeah. to it. Uh, eating a lot of processed fruits, crackers, potato chips, uh, bean dip, you know, Anything the good that stuff. tastes good, yeah. basically. Those things are not actually great for us, and they're not helping us whatsoever, but boy, they are. They're good. Stick it they're right good. in there. Right in my hole. Our stupid <laughs> brains. My mouth hole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank um, you for specifying. Yeah, people in Blue Zones eat more plants, and they also are in more in touch with their hunger, fullness cues just culturally speaking, the way they eat, how they eat. And yeah, don't sugars and salts shut off that cue a little can. bit? They can. Yeah. They can also make you crave more. But here's the biggest cue. We should be eating until we feel that, you know, that, that 80% rule? They say, like, you, sh- you feel 80% full. Yeah. That's yeah. when you should be ending. It shouldn't be, I'm stuffed and now I'm uncomfortable when after I'm finished eating. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't feel full while eating. Yeah, because the, the 80% full rule, I've heard that before. I eat to about the 150% full uh-huh. rule, and uh, the, and then I feel miserable, and then I have to go to sleep. And then I eat sweating. more afterwards because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I have a tummy ache from eating too much, and it's going to give me heartburn because I ate a bunch of chips and queso before bed. So well, I'll do some milk and cookies. That'll <laughs> counterbalance it. Double down, might as well. Uh, the next three kind go hand in hand, okay? And they are important, and I think it's common sense, but it's something we have to work on. Uh, They have long-lasting social connections, you know, really good friends, people that that you can connect with uh, every week. They know how to seek out a life with purpose, which I think is actually a little easier when you have those either those relationships or you're involved in stuff. You know, you don't just sit in front of the television all day. Or you live in Italy. Well, like most of these people. On the Mediterranean yeah. Yeah. or Probably. Okinawa, nice island, yeah. And uh, and lastly, of course, and it all fits into this, is a prioritize movement. They're still getting up and doing things. If you're going out and helping volunteer and working at a, a food bank and stuff like that, those things all require you to move your body more. So I know all this seems like common sense. I, I worked guess. at a food bank and it just made me fatter. <laughs> well, because you ate so you were 150% full. By the way, <laughs> yeah. you weren't supposed to eat the can. Oh, that's the pain. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Dinner with friends and family should be fun, right? Right? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! I've got a fancy friend dinner coming up. These happen a couple times a year when someone's in town or it's a special occasion. And Emily, these always stress me out. Always. Fancy friend dinner. See, at 25, I don't relate to this uh, yet. So it's just you have people in town, you're expected to take them somewhere nice. 
Yeah, or a group of friends get together because someone's in town. And yeah, we usually go to somewhere okay. nice. Um, but it somebody might, else picks this. You know, it might also be for someone's birthday or whatever. Um, it's it's a pain in the I don't pick it. Like, anyone can pick it, but we do. But to me, I only see three options, all of which are not good. Uh, there's the adult split, which I'll just be angry the whole time. Yeah, nothing uh, I, splitting. I just pay for it all. Which then I'll be out money. Or mm-hmm. option number three is I'm the split the check guy, which then makes me douchey and annoying. Ooh. Let me explain each option and uh, the psychology behind it. And maybe you can help me with what you do when it comes to uh, having meals with a lot of friends by texting 835-1015. Let's start with the one that pisses me off the most. Uh, the adult split. Yes. Uh, that is where everyone at the end of the meal lays down a credit card and we all split, split it equally. Split evil- evenly. evenly. But it's not really even. It's never even because you always have two people in the group. You have the person that drinks a lot and has drinks or the couple that's drinking and I don't drink and my fiance doesn't really drink when we go out. Um, and even even in my heavy alcoholic days of drinking, I wouldn't drink at those restaurants. I would, while we were being seated, I would walk down the street to Walgreens, chug a bunch of wine, then walk to the bar next door, take some shots, then go sit down and eat. So I already had a nice level buzz oh, to where I didn't need a drink when I was at the restaurant. I'm, I'm so happy you're sober. Congratulations, CJ. That used, is that I, is a really I used to do it right, tough man. light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyhow, the, the adult split, split's always frustrating because you have the people that are ordering the 9 to $22 cocktails when yep. I'm drinking an iced tea. Or even you, if they're not drinking, they there's the people that order the steak. Well, I was about to say, not just the steak, but the steak with the Oscar. Appetizers. And the, the app yes. guy was what I was going to get to. There's the appetizer guy that's like, oh, we got to get the shishito peppers. I'm like, nah, man. I've seen the shishito peppers here. It's a tiny ass bowl, and not everyone. Gonna have a bite. Let's let's get four shishito peppers. Oh, let's also the last place I mentioned to where we uh, we got the uh, um, what's it called the raw fish the uh, I don't, ceviche the ceviche. I don't know why I didn't say calamari, but we got ceviche and they had four tortilla chips. And like a little bit of ceviche and it was $18. And it's like, don't be the orders every app guy because not all apps are equal. Some apps absolutely just suck and aren't made for splitting. So I don't need you app guy. And then when the bill comes, we all split it. And it's like, man, an example, Emily, uh, I we had a bachelor party for a friend and I was saving my money for the strip club because I'm smart. Um, <laughs> but before we all went to a place, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a burger instead of a steak. We went to ALC Steaks. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Austin Steakhouse. I'm like, I'm going to have a burger and I'm going to have beers. Everyone else had steaks and they had martinis. And then when it comes time, so it's like, oh, we'll just adult split. Everyone put in a card. I was pissed because I spent about $18 combined on my meal. And everyone else's combined meals were about 44 mm. Plus, we were splitting the bachelors. So now, good luck. No need to save money. I should have just ordered steak and martinis. Yeah. So what's the second option if uh, you don't adult split If I don't it. adult split, which leaves me angry and crunching math the entire time, I just pay for it all. I've done this several times. It's angry. It's frustrating. Occasionally, I'll do it because I'm in a good mood or I'm Mm -hmm. really drunk, but I'll sneak off and I'll just pay for the whole damn meal. That way, there's no worrying about it. There's no fighting. There's no frustration. It's gone. I don't get angry until a day or two later when I check my bank account. And you realize that you should not have done that? 350 at Peche, plus I tipped $50 on top of that. Oh, my God. So there's that. And then the last one, which might be the best option, but then makes me look cheap. It makes me look like a douche, and it's annoying. It's the just split the check guy. It's when I'm giving my order, I tell the server, her and I are on the bill. 
Yeah. Her and I are, you know, maybe a way to make it less douchey is if it's the birthday boy or the bachelorette. Yeah, take his. Or the person in town. I'm like, and we'll take theirs too. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I think that's fine. You know, that seems like the most it's logical. Awkward, but it makes, yeah, when I'm like, we'll be we'll be on a check together. Yeah. It's, it'll just be us too. I mean, do you think there's that much tension? I mean, the economy in my brain, there these is. days. In everyone else's, there's not. But in my brain, going out to eat is constant math. Mm-hmm. Because I was so, so poor when I moved to Austin. Like I mentioned before, my my ex and I lived off gift cards that my boss would give us at the radio station. That's how we had date night. That's yeah. how we had eight. So to me, it's just, you know, in my relationship now, it's beyond bizarre that we get more than one appetizer. Money is personal. That she has yeah. to get a goddamn gumbo with her food as well. <laughs> um Gumbo counts as an appetizer. You don't get calamari and a gumbo. It's one or the other. No, yeah. she gets both, and then she gets an etouffee as her food. I'm like, wait, etouffee and gumbo? They're both soupy. You don't. <laughs> you can't get two soups. Point being, what are you soup Nazi? Drink appetizers, desserts, and not splitting an entree already bizarre. But now with the whole group of people. Anyhow, I'll wind this up by saying none of them are good options. And if you have tips of how I can just go out and be present and enjoy a meal, I would love to know. 835-1015. Of course, option number four, Emily, is very much in my head. And you know what that is? What? I'm not going to show up. Oh, my God. Emily and I are going to try to mind meld. What? What in the heck are we doing here? (laughs) So it's this game that I've been seeing on TikTok and on Instagram and everywhere else where basically... Me and you are going to say a word at the same time, just whatever word comes to mind. Okay. And then we're going to have to find another word that connects to that word, and we just keep going until we both say the same word at the same I'm time. I'm so bad at these rapid-fire things, but we'll try. I am, too. Okay. But I was thinking that this would be a lot of fun. Um, let I, me... I feel like families have done this for, like, game nights and stuff. Oh, they yeah. played it, too. Like, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about now yeah, a this little isn't, bit. This isn't a new internet thing, but I've just been seeing people doing it more and more often. So I could play you a clip if you need an example. Yeah, I do. And what sucks is we're on the radio, so I can't just be really gross. No. Yeah, which is, which is my angle. Of, yeah, of, but then I would just ruin it. All right, uh, let's let's play a clip and kind of get an idea of what our mind melding is going to be. One, one, two, two three, three teenagers. Okay, now we have to find the common thing between pepper and teenagers. Ready? One, one two, two, three, three allergies. Wow! Now we have to find the common thing between sneeze and allergies. One, two, two three, three, pollen. pollen. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Again! Yes! One. That was so cool. All right, I think I get it. Okay. Okay. Okay, let me uh, explain just one more time. Run it, run it down for me so we can try to get this right. Yes, I'm going to count down. I'm going to go three, two, one. Then I'm going to say a random word. You're going to say a random word. Okay. And then we're going to try to connect those two random words by saying another word. So then okay. I'll go three, two, one again. Let's do a practice run. I'm nervous. Should okay. we do a practice run first? I, mean, I feel like we need to warm up. Any round is a practice. Let's, let's do it. Okay. 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 You, you do the countdown? Yes. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Boobies. Carrot. No. All right, you said ferret? I said carrot. Okay, carrot, and I said boobies. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Actually, I have a connection. Okay, okay. so now we find the what those two yeah, bring together. Yeah, how they together. connect. Uh, okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Mom. <laughs> wait, I, wait, I forgot to well, say Yeah, what was yours? <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit mom. Okay. okay. So now Jessica Rabbit and mom together. Three, Three two, two, one. Cartoon. TV. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, Cartoon okay, TV. Okay. We're getting close. Okay. Three, 
two, two one. Children. SpongeBob. Okay. <laughs> we're, this is a warm up. This is a warm up. I feel up. like we're going to go in circles with no, this. No, no, we're All so right. close. SpongeBob and children. Okay, I think we could do okay. it. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Saturday morning. Damn it. <laughs> I would say it's Saturday morning cartoons. We're, we're, we're so close. Okay. okay. Ready? Three, two, one. one. Outside. What? We already did cartoon. Oh. I'm trying not to do ones. Okay, let's. can we start brand new? Yeah, let's start brand All new. Right. That was our practice round. Okay, and uh, should I pull up the text to see if anyone can time it and text right as we're doing it? <laughs> yeah. All right, 835-1015, 835-1015. We'll, uh, we'll include you as it goes along. As if part it works. of the game. Okay. Okay. Um, let me clear my mind. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> my, my, my tape rewinding in my brain. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, two one. Red. Field. Red. Okay. Field. Okay. Okay. What do red and field have in common? Okay. Okay. Three, two, two one. Flowers. Soccer. Oh, I went your route. You did. Okay. And I thought I went your route. I was okay. trying to think. Okay. Flowers Three, and, and soccer. soccer. Um, okay. <sighs> That's hard. Three, two, one. Color. Recess. Okay. okay. <laughs> maybe, gonna, I'm a, maybe I'm a little too creative. Maybe we're bad at, at <laughs> mind melding. Okay. All right. Uh, so colors and recess. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one. Tag. tag. We did it. We did it. Okay. This is kind of fun. See, it feels like you're reading each other's mind when you do that. Uh, oh, that felt, that was, gosh. You know what worked that time, too, is I wasn't trying to predict what the best no. answer or what you were going to say. No. I, I just went with my clear mind. Yeah, whatever the Should we come back is. and try to do this? Yes. Okay, remember. Yes, clear you, our minds. You can text us 835-1015 and play Mind Melding along with the show. Emily and I are playing Mind Melding. It took a little bit. But we finally mind-melded together. I feel the rush. I feel um, the high. You can text us your words, too, and we'll pick and choose those. 835-1015. Here's the deal. We go 3-2-1. We say a word. Then we try to whittle it down to find the things that have the in common. common word that connects with the words that we're saying. Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it. All it's right. pretty easy. Uh, you want to start with another one? <sighs> okay. And okay. see Clearing how many rounds mind. it takes us? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Cell phone. You said balloon and balloon cell phone. And cell phone. Okay. Okay. Um. Huh. Three, two, one. Clown Satellite. for hire. Is <laughs> the clown? For hire. Yeah, the clown's late to the party. Okay, clown for hire and satellite. Okay. We're Cl close. Okay. Okay. Clown for hire and satellite. satellite. Okay. Uh, this is. Man, I don't know where to go. I I know this. where to go, and I hope okay. you can. Can I? I don't want to give okay, you. Okay, let's just go. Three, two, one. Outer birthday space, party. Like killer clowns from outer, outer space. Okay, and I said killer clowns from outer space. You said birth. Or I said birthday party. <laughs> okay, but we're, I just said space. I didn't. You say, said space. Yes. and I said birthday party. Yes. So we're pretty far apart. Space birthday party. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Astronaut NASA. costume. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're getting there. We're getting Astronaut closer. Astronaut costume in space. Three, two, one. Stripper. Because, <laughs> like, you're... Okay, we should restart. Okay, yeah, we... Yeah, no. <laughs> it's We're either coming together or getting further apart on these. Okay, okay, okay. Um, All right. <clears throat> Mind clear. Mind 
melded, mind clear. Okay. Three, two, one, truck. light bulb. Oh. Okay. Three, two, one, Home headlight. Depot. Oh, man. That does make sense to go to headlight, <laughs> but I was thinking you had to get in your truck to go get light bulbs. <laughs> okay. All right, Home Depot, and what did you say? I said light. I said headlight. Headlight at headlight headlight Home, and Home Depot. Okay. Three, Three, two, one, parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah! This is like, have you seen people go on Wikipedia and they try to, they're like, I can connect the Eiffel Tower to Jason Momoa. With and then this they many click, articles. Yeah, yeah. And they click all the articles. That's what it feels like, except for it's in my head. I do feel you know, like we could do this for I, hours. I, I, this is fun. And you know what else I feel like it does? It's almost like a free writing exercise or yeah. it gets you into flow state. Because every time we've connected, it's been after a few fails, Mm -hmm. and it's been to where you're no longer trying to think about it. You're realistically just having what comes to mind. Yes. And I mean, it does make sense because there are coincidences and reasons why things should... Like the light bulb or the truck and and headlight or Home Depot and headlight makes sense because <laughs> yeah. you're in a, you're, it's you're dark in a you're in a part, like you uh-huh. imagine things so I get how we get to the common denominator you just have to find it and but even, it does take a minute to get into that flow state to yeah. where the common denominator the the answer comes to you easier because you're not you're doing this repetitive countdown and your brain's no longer trying to overthink then exactly. you're just like. Yeah, and and it's crazy that you know, despite us working together and being friends off air too, we uh, we're both two different age groups. Uh, yeah, but we also literally did the same thing at the park this weekend, yeah. and none of that was really coming top of mind. No, no. So it, it's cool that you know there's a lot more things in common that you have with people than you think. Uh, That's what it. Let's it now means. let's introduce the next song. Okay. I'm not even going to look at what we're about to play. Okay. And we're going uh, to do it. Um, three, three, two, two one. Doors, Smells this like is the end. Spirit. Okay. We're <laughs> off on that. By the end of the month, Emily is going to be our horror, scary movie Halloween expert. And she's got an update on what she's watched. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to... S- say that that I'm a nerd. First of all, shout out to everyone that came up to us in the park this weekend and said they listen and love the Nerd Report. Uh, uh, one gentleman, I think it was Alex, I forget. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, talked a lot about Starfield and made me very jealous because I can't play the game. I don't have the device to do it. But we're not talking about games today. We're talking about movies. Years ago, Emily, you embarked on a quest to see every horror movie and judge them accordingly. Of uh, course, on my scale, my yeah. Emily scale. Where are we at so far? So we are on week two. Uh, we just finished week one, which was Saw X, the brand new Saw movie, and I watched The Thing. And the classic The Thing. The, well, John, Number, the second John one. Carpenter's, because yes, 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 yes. people were texting in and asking me which one. I, I watched John Carpenter's. Because number one, I've told I've been told that's the best, and number two, uh, that's the one that Spencer had on DVD, so I didn't have to pay for it. Sure, even better. <laughs> so I got to borrow it, which is really cool. And I talked about Saw X before, but basically my recap of that, really quick, uh, so we can get into the thing, is incredible, amazing. I'm a big Saw head, and it was a great feature to the new Saw 
franchise. Do we need to see it while it's in theaters or um, wait till we get home? You can wait. Okay. But, and if you're like, oh, I haven't seen all nine Saw movies before the 10th one, honestly, you can watch the first one, then watch Saw X, and, and then watch the second one. Because it takes place right after the first, and it was it was really good. Now, The Thing. I'm so excited. Um, every time that I go into watching an older horror movie, I do tell myself, you know, this is definitely the it's it's a relation of the times. Absolutely. And the the thing, the problem the thing. with uh, there are to me, there are two ways older horror movies go. Number one, they try too hard with the effects and abilities at the time. Yeah. And it just kind of fails. Like, listen, mm-hmm. some of the use of Jim Henson puppet style things were great then, but the effects and the puppets don't work now. Or number two, they really go with the psychological element of it. Yes. Like, I think maybe it's Werewolf in London where you never really see the monster uh-huh. in all of its glory. And it really works to kind of freak you out because yeah. it, it does your imagination. But again, the thing, Car- John Carpenter's The Thing is a classic yeah. Where are we at with this? I'm I'm a big fan of practical effects. I last time I did this, watched Child's Play, so Chucky for the first time, and I was like, Oh God, I don't want to watch Child's Play. That seems so stupid. A doll, and this is like a nineteen eighties movie. Like this is just gonna suck. The practical effects were incredible. And I yes. was so impressed. And that's how I feel about the thing. The practical effects were just so gross and disturbing and disgusting and not what I was expecting at all. There were times where I could not look like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the thing from the 80s, uh, when it got to the part where the dogs were all in the cage and you got to see the dog thing kind of come out and like it, it was like attacking the dogs, the fake dogs that they used looked so realistic that it it disgusted oh, that makes me. me. Yeah. And it made me okay. sad, which normally these older horror movies, you can see through the cheesy acting, the cheesy special effects, whatever. But this one was like... The, it made like, you uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable just because of the effects. Now, I will say, I think it's one of those movies where I can watch it once every couple of years and be good. Sure. Like, I don't need to rewatch it. And um, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit more about my scale, which you can read all of my full reviews of all my horror movies on 101x.com. But I have uh, a couple of interesting scales that I would like to talk about. Number one, main character hotness. I gave the thing a 7 out of 10 because the main character in the thing kind of looks like Bo Burnham at the end of the Inside film when he grows a bunch of facial hair. (laughs) And I thought that was kind of hot. I also have a boob count because there's a lot of times. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, that these older horror movies, that's all they rely on. But I gave it a negative 100 out of 10 because there are absolutely no women in the thing at all. Nothing. The closest woman that you get is they're watching TV and there's a woman on the screen for like a split second. And I really was like, so wow, no, that's impressive. What's it called? Last Woman Standing? Yeah. Something in the movie? So not, not no, even those. Not even like a scream Bummer. queen or anything. Uh, but honestly, my overall rating of The Thing is going to have to be an 8 out of 10. Uh, I really, really liked it. But I think that um, it's not a horror movie. It's not a Halloween horror movie. I don't okay. need to watch it in October. Uh, what's next up on the list for us to look at? Well, you decide can decide. Upon? Go on Twitter at CJ Morgan Show and vote between The Blair Witch 
Carrie, killer clowns from outer space, and hostile. Ooh, okay, I got my opinions. We'll talk about that on another nerd report on the CJ Morgan Show at CJ Morgan Show to vote. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. This is gross and embarrassing to admit. Okay. But you pooped your pants. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> no. I can only say that once on the radio. No, That's it. no. <laughs> Oh I'm sorry, I completely distracted I was in a mood. from your segment. Okay. I was going to make this a, a building up joke. Okay, <clears throat> let me redo it. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but um, my cat has officially taken it too far with my roommate's boyfriend. Oh no, you're ro- too far with my roommate's boyfriend. I'm going to spill the tea. Your roommate has a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay. Yes, my roommate has a boyfriend, and my cat has become a little bit too obsessed with trying to take everyone's boyfriend away from them. Because your older black cat, Lucy, tends to be kind of a loner. Right, I thought she you, doesn't like other cats. She's territorial with you, though. She's she very doesn't like territorial other people with me. in the bed or yeah. boys being over. But no. now she's just like, "This is my man." Yeah, I don't know what it is, but my roommate, uh, her boyfriend, comes over. Her boyfriend. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, your boyfriend comes over. Ooh, gossip. Her boyfriend comes over and spends the night, or just comes and watches TV. And sometimes I'll be at work. When they're hanging out, and she'll send me pictures and videos of Lucy just oogling over, like this, her boyfriend just sitting on his lap, sitting on his out. lap, purring. Um, she <laughs> likes to come and like she'll meow for him. Like she's obsessed. She's in love with my my uh, roommate's does, does boyfriend. Does he love her? Oh yeah, yeah. He has He's a black cat too. Oh my god, it's a cat. I can say it. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can say it. Uh, yes, he is He is that for sure. But it's become kind of embarrassing um, because she started, <laughs> she started bringing him gifts, which is <laughs> very sweet of her. And she has um, these toys. They're these little mice toys, and I call them her friends. So when we go to bed, I'm always like, okay, let's grab your friends and take them to bed. And then I put them all on the bed so she can play with them at night. Okay. And she now picks them up in her mouth and runs out to the living room and gives them to him as like a gift. Like that's a, yeah, cats yeah. do that even if they're hunting though. That's yes. why they bring in dead birds and stuff yeah. if you have a doggy door. Well, getting to that, uh, I came home yesterday after ACL Fest and my roommate goes, pulls me aside and goes, Hey, I know you really can't do anything about this, but Lucy's kind of acting weird towards my boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, oh <laughs> no. Are you jealous? It's funny. And she was like, Well, um, yesterday he brought a friend, uh, or she brought a friend over to him, and it was a um, a live cricket. Okay. And now there that. is a live cricket running around um, our living room, and she's like, I think that Lucy just keeps trying to up the stakes. She's trying to really <laughs> impress him because, yeah, in in her mind, that is showing she's. Uh, She's a, a worthwhile companion yeah. by hunting and bringing you that gift. Yeah, but now I feel like my roommate's boyfriend is paying more attention to my cat than, than her my cat. roommate. Yeah, oh my gosh. that can be a problem. Yes. I'm a pervert. Okay, I'm sorry. I know. Uh, but it's really embarrassing to know that my cat is trying to steal her man.
and I don't know what to do about it. Like Lucy, back off. Yeah, because if you if you lock your cat in your room, you're she just, just gonna, cries. Hey, she's gonna cry. She mm-hmm. might scratch at the door. Yeah, at she's the really carpet. nice. Obviously, she's she's trying to to be this guy's but boyfriend girlfriend. I love that she's found a person and just latched yes. onto it like in an almost unhealthy way. It, yeah, it, like just like anybody who has their first boyfriend ever. Yeah. I had a coworker uh, named Haley, and she would sometimes babysit my dog Miles, mm-hmm. but. She couldn't walk by my desk at the office because Miles would would follow her and he was paralyzed. So he'd drag himself. Yeah. And he would get out of his bed and he would follow Haley everywhere Aww. and he would cry. If she knew, if he smelled her and knew she was in the building, uh, I, I used to say she, she kept beef jerky in her pockets, but <laughs> he would cry and get obsessive with her and like... His tongue would hang out and he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd want to just like Man. sit on her lap or be next to her. And it was like weird. I was like, I don't know what to do. You're obsessed with this one person. Yeah. And then the next phase, Emily, what's going to happen is uh, they're going to become territorial and protective over that person. If she starts choosing him over me, that's when we're going to have a problem. That's what might happen. Not only that, but he's going to become, because in the animal mind, sometimes a human becomes your possession. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you're not going to be Wait. able to touch him or. You uh, said. Animal mind. I think that our animal mind and our human wow. minds are very similar. Because just think about it. Let's break this down. So Lucy met somebody. She always wants to be around him. She cries when she's not around him. She's bringing him gifts. This just sounds like any crazy ex that it's I've teenage, ever had. It's a teenager that's yeah. in love. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're no different than our pets, I guess. Well, Lucy, uh, I want to put out a special request just for you. Because your uh, your love's not there right now. It and it's, isn't. It's also spooky season, so this is the perfect song for Emily's sad cat with her new human boyfriend. Four hours left to get your tickets. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the Powerball jackpot up to one and a half billion, billion with a B dollars, which means the cash value, maybe after taxes and stuff, is about uh, $700 million. That's that's wow. fu money. That is uh, generational wealth. That means your grandkids are probably going to be rich. That's a lot of money. So now it's even more fun to think about what you would do with this because we all might have ideas with winning a couple of million, this, this, or that, and it would require sound investment, maybe paying off a car, a house. But quite frankly, winning a, a lot of a million, we've seen so many lotto winners piss that away mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But I want to know, what would you do with this? What would you do with this mega millions, this type of money? What would I do with it? I know what I would do. What? What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> and I love that quote from Office Space, but unequivocally, absolutely true. I would do that. No I mean, doubt about it. Couldn't you do that without the billion dollars? You, th- you think two chicks would want to team up on a guy like me without that kind of money? Yeah. It's a quote from that movie, but uh, oh, well, oh, also it makes oh. it easier to keep my relationship intact. Oh, if, because uh, then you could pay off your sure, fiance, sure. Um, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of money, and I've been thinking about what I would do. But I want to know, like, if you just had that sort of fu money, mm-hmm. what 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 are you doing? What's what's a dumb thing you're just gonna blow it on? Oh, Some of it, man. at least. I mean, the the real answer would be traveling, I feel like. Yeah. And if I was to be able to travel to certain places that most people can't travel to and be safe, 
I feel like having billions of dollars will allow you to do that. You could have right? your own private army. Yeah, I could. I could literally have my own private your army own and go anywhere Emily that I want. Emily Security Force. Yeah, but that that answer is boring. I would say if I had a billion dollars, I would invest in like a really stupid hobby, um, like hot air ballooning. <laughs> See, I wouldn't want to do anything where I might die. See, but but like if I die, that's okay because I have a billion dollars and my funeral will be nothing. Would be like, pretty rad. It'd be super cheap and then everybody else can have my money. Yeah. But hot air ballooning, okay, like it, it's something. <laughs> who do you know that owns a hot air balloon? No one. Exactly. And I wouldn't ever want to do it because exactly. that just seems like a nightmare to me. It's, it's a definitely for people that have a lot of money and can pay the hospital bills just in case something happens. And then Jeez. you would have to take hot air so balloon lessons. So claustrophobic. I'm stuck in one basket and the, in the air. I might fall and die. Yeah. But Ugh. that seems like so much fun just See, to have a weird hobby. <laughs> I feel like mine are a little, I'll get to my weird hobby, but I feel like some of mine are a little more practical. Number one, I'd probably buy this radio station. Oh. I'd buy our cluster and fund it for a couple of years to where we could lose money by building a solid operation. And when like someone's like, "Hey, I have this mint that makes your dong grow bigger. Will you adver- We're going to advertise with you." We can and say I, no. And I'd be like, "Yeah, it costs this much." And they'd be like, "No, I'm not going to pay you this much." And usually we're like, "No, we'll take your money because a couple of companies, iHeartRadio, Audacity, they're ruining." the industry by charging yeah. nothing, ruining how much it costs. So I would want to fund the radio station to pay good personalities to do live radio shows, Aww. living wages, health and benefits, and be able to say no to advertisers. Like even if Pepsi was like, hey, we want to do this, but we're only going to pay this price. I'd be like, all right, screw you. You're not advertising with us. And I would make the you advertisers the desperate to want to come and advertise on such a good product. Yeah. But I, w- I would buy into this radio station or wow. maybe a different one. I would want to have my own media conglomerate. And uh, I'm passionate and I care about live local radio and I feel like it's dying. Every It's killing itself. The government's killing it. Everything else is. So I'd I'd want to I'd want to have a last stand. Next thing I'd do I'd want to buy a ranch yeah. where I have some horses and cannons and lots of guns cannons? and a comp <laughs> a, whoa, whoa, whoa. a compound that's built into a mountainside. <laughs> you went from horses fresh to water. cannons. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'd want I'd, I'd want to have a full on compound. Um, what about uh you could be one of those people where you build oh, the I'd start a cult. Yeah. No, not a cult. I was gonna say where you like recreate like war history or whatever. That's part of the cult. Yeah, oh we do gosh. that. Uh, the, like a museum. The next Next thing is uh, when I was in junior college and high school, we used to do what I called mass disbursement of propaganda, where we would make fake weird advertisements and flyers and posters, and we just put them all around. I would do that. One thing I've always there's this piece of property for sale in my neighborhood that's too small to really build a house on. I would want to build a tower there. A for tower? No, for no reason. A real sp- Just to look out? A Lord of the Rings looking tower. And <laughs> Put you, a princess on the use top? lawyers and an LLC so no one knew who owned it. And then there would just be a spooky tower. I would love to invest money doing weird things that make no sense. Yeah. During ACL Fest, hi- hiring planes and skyriders to do light shows and draw like weird stuff in the air. Or you could <clears throat> hire me as a hot air balloon. Uh, I would performer. hire Emily to go up in a hot air balloon and do something. <laughs> I just okay? want to go out on a hot I air balloon. That, this is my cry for help. You know what? It's a, it's a lot of money and uh, play tonight. And if you win, invest it in Emily and I, and yes. we'll do we'll do fun things with your money. I promise. We will. I'll take you on my hot air balloon. <laughs> Did you? 
The Secret Service was created and signed into legislation by Abraham Lincoln hours before he was assassinated. And that's why it's a line in the Alanis Morissette song. Oh, man. Isn't that ironic? Uh, welcome to the fact-finding mission segment. Public service, really, is what we do here. It's how we keep our license. Uh, where we read you interesting things that start with this phrase so you know it's true. Did you know? Did you know? Man, this one's a little bit of a bummer, but did you know that the average desk-bound employee, so probably most of us, spends 28% of their professional life reading and responding to emails? This is a little bit of an older study, so honestly, I think that's gone up. I'm going to assume it's at least... 30% 30% or more. I was going to say unemployment rate's doing pretty well, so yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. More people working, more people emailing. We Ugh. currently don't have an email, um, so <laughs> I like to think that 20% of my professional life is has now improved since we don't have an email currently. Yeah, I don't have a lot of people emailing my band. Yeah, yeah, but... I gotta, I gotta my good. You gotta do what I do. I ignore all of my email. And eventually, if somebody needs something, they come down really angry, and they're like, "Did you haven't responded to that?" And I'm like, "Oh, what was in there?" And then they tell me, and I answer the question (laughs) in their face, and it's done. Hmm. It's actually a really great system, Emily. So here's how it works: ignore the email, then they'll like text you, then finally they'll call you, then they'll call and leave a voice message, and then you can read the voice message, Ah. so you don't ever have to communicate with them. And then you can. Text them back. I'd like to yeah. voice message. I'd like to request all of you stop doing that because they they come to me first. The producer. Oh yeah, they oh, can go they to Spencer. Do, Spencer's the Spencer. producer. I forget yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. It is a bummer because I never know when cake day is and I miss out on a lot of cake. Did you know? Yeah, not from the looks of it, buddy. Hey. Did you know David Vogel worked at Disney? He's a production president. He read M. Night Shyamalan's spec script for a movie called The Sixth Sense. He loved it so much that without getting any corporate approval whatsoever, he bought the rights to the movie for $3 million. When upper management found out that he spent $3 million on a spec script for a horror movie under Disney, (laughs) they immediately fired him. The film went on to spend five weeks at number one and made them gobs and gobs of money. Did they hire him back? Nope. Mm, Nope. Poor guy. Yep, poor guy. Poor guy. Stubborn. Got to stick with your choices. Did did you know? You guys heard of this Johnny Appleseed guy? You've heard yeah, of the nursery rhymes. Johnny spreads a seed around or whatever he does. I don't oh, know. Oh, whoa, anyway. Johnny. Wow. Calm down. Did you know? in your pants. Johnny Appleseed. Get a sock, brother. <laughs> real person, by the way. Did you know Johnny Appleseed planted apple trees in order to make booze for frontiersmen? The we apple, need it. The apples he planted were almost inedible. Uh, did you know... That if some of those frontiersmen were uh, from northern Europe, they might have had rosacea. Did you know rosacea is a skin disease found mainly in those of northern European descent? It was known as the curse of the Celts, but it turns out kind of a good thing. It's an evolutionary adaptation that a lot of people in these northern regions that get darker during the uh, winter have uh, because it helps fend off bacteria during seasonal periods of low ultraviolet level, ultraviolet levels, so your uh, your rosacea is actually good for you. Well, did you know I have rosacea? Oh, and I have to spend hundreds of dollars to get it cleared up, and it's not disgusting at all. It's literally just skin redness. People put on blush every single day to achieve this look. Okay, 
hats, but you are wearing makeup now. No, I never wear makeup. Oh. <laughs> See, and you can't tell the difference because I spent hundreds of dollars on a dermatologist Is here in Austin. In here? Yeah. Is that why it smells? I always thought you came straight here from clown practice. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, she does have those big feet. <laughs> You know what big feet means? <laughs> that I have rosacea. <laughs> Drastic changes in the way we, and by that I mean us, speak. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Bearden's back on the CJ Morgan Show, and we're going to talk about whether this is weird or wired. Or what? So, uh, you know when you think about old people... Especially yeah. down, down here in the South, whenever Yuck. you do an impression of older people, they you but you for some reason you talk like this well, when you talk you about the older people, you right? Go over there and just get it out of the cabinet and stick it in my butt. Well, yeah. I used to think that like uh, I was like, why do old people get so much more country? But it turns out they're not getting more country. They're talking the same. We're getting less country. In fact, a lot of research is suggesting that the Southern drawl will very quickly be a thing of the past. In fact, the southern draw will be almost non-existent in about a generation. So you're saying we're living in historic times, one of the last few generations to hear a little bit of southern draw? Yeah. New study led by the University of Georgia and the Georgia Institute of Technology has revealed that the iconic southern accent is evolving. Gen X people are at the forefront of the change. Oh. But it's really drastically changing with millennials and Gen Z. One is that we're connected to more of the world because of the internet. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna guess. Television like, too. Well, television. Just every movie, big time so television. There are kids that start talking like in a British accent for watching too much Peppa Pig, for example. So I'm curious. That's like, so funny. How oh, much yeah. of it is the the you're, art or the content we're viewing? You're absolutely right about the same with now. Uh, the whatever. There's an Australian TV show, Bluey. Bluey. That's like yeah. the big popular one. So kids are. Going to do that. And if you're, yeah, you're not hearing the Southern accent as much. Well, we might if charter schools get approved and, <laughs> you know, we start having state church sponsored Southern schools. Yeah. One of the things is there's changing demographics. People used to, we would be born and then we would stay in the same region for much longer periods of time. Now people get jobs, they go all over the country. We are much more mobile as a people. And as a result, we're mixing these accents a lot faster than we used to. And, hey, uh, I'm walking here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That that word's spreading, man. It's y'all? spreading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's also very universal, it's good too. One. You could say y'all to anybody these days. Uh, we used to um, have our vowels were much different in the South. They started looking at recordings of, of people from Georgia natives and they were saying, hey, they started looking all the way back into the 1800s. There were actual some recordings. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how you record stuff back in the 1800s. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was people who was born as, as late as the 1800s, yeah. and then they recorded them later. But uh, their vow- they would say stuff like instead of saying prize, they would say pras. Pras. Yeah. I want a pras. Well, some people still say, I want a pras. And they would say. so. Yeah, that's how they talk at the domain still. It works. <laughs> they would say, uh, what have you got on your face? Face. And we just say face. Two-syllable word. Face. Can I show you something? (laughs) Um, Can you? Please make it appropriate. Speaking of recordings of Southern accents, do y'all want to hear me as a little boy in Amarillo doing a radio show? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Hey, all you rich friends and all you dumb jerks. How you doing out there? 
play a song. Mom, you get my organ, please? Aww. Very, very southern. Very, very little cute. You sound like the equivalent of the, can I have some more, please, but in Amarillo, Texas. In Amarillo. Can y'all hear a little bit of the <laughs> southernness? What do you mean more? a little bit? You're a hillbilly hick is what okay, you are. Let me, let me show you this clip where I'm talking a little more appropriate. Rachel did. I know she did. So that that little little bit of it. Is that a little bit of a southern boy there? Oh, a little also, bit. Also, literal clip of me throwing my sister under the bus for breaking something. But you're telling me that accent's going away? Well, listen to you now. It's gone away. No, I'm still the little Casey from Amarillo here on the radio. I'm going to play y'all's song now. Well, anyway, enjoy the accent because it's all going to disappear. Unless we've been drinking. Then when you're drinking, your draw comes out. (laughs) Life advice from boomers that they would give their younger selves. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. It's life advice for boomers that they would give themselves here on Clickbait Corner. And we're going to go through these and see how we agree, disagree, or would modify them. So let's start with this clickbait. Clicked through it so you don't have to. Uh, Number 20, be disciplined with your time. In other words, don't waste it. That's what boomers would tell their younger selves. I kind of agree, but I think it's important for mental health and living to also know it's okay to waste time. It yeah. is okay to stay in bed. It is okay to sleep exactly. in. It's okay to relax and not do anything. And that shouldn't make you sad or upset when you have those days. Yeah. And I think that um, being lazy is still doing something with your time. Because sure. you're recharging. And some of the, I have some really fun days of just sitting and doing nothing. It and watching stresses Bob's me burgers. out. <laughs> but there are days where I need to realize it's okay and it's better for me to not clean house, to not get anything done. Just to relax because you physically and mentally absolutely need that. Emily, what's next? Yeah, uh, number 19, we've got take more photos. Um, They say, didn't cell phones kind of solve that one? It did. It did, but it didn't. Here's the problem with take more photos. Yes, take photos, do stuff, have those memories. But then we can get lost in it. There's too many. We're not in the present. Yes. We become not in the present. And I've done that. I realized last night I did that a little bit because I love taking quick videos of concert clips. One, I have a TikTok, um, which is called ATX Live Shows. It's, uh, but did you see them live? I have a TikTok (laughs) where I like to upload a minute of a song of a band I've seen. But I also, I don't always share these online because they're crappy concert videos, but I enjoy going back and watching them because it makes me feel good. and It, it makes make, you remember. It brings me back to that moment. But last night, as we were all Emily together at ACL Fest, I realized I wasn't watching the band on stage. I was watching my screen to make sure I was recording it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with taking photos and videos, which is great to have those memories, but I think we don't live in the present when we're doing that. I agree. Um, I think my only comment to taking more photos is take photos and print them out because I think we forget to do that. And physical photos are going to last longer than yeah. I than I think Get digital that photos. Expensive ass Polaroid I yeah. have. Or you know, just go go to Walgreens. They still do that. Uh, do should we do the next one? Yeah. When it comes to dating, don't be afraid of rejection. Just be yourself. That's kind of hard to say when you're young. Mm -hmm. Giving your young self or young people dating advice is possible because the only way you actually realize it is to go through it. Yeah. But sure, dating should be a lot simpler. Also, when you're young, when you're high school and college, 
That's not the person you should be with. You're still okay, figuring yourself CJ. out, it, man. It, it depends on the person and the relationship because you can grow a lot. But I yeah, will say. Yeah, you can say, also only have sex with one or two people. And true. I feel sorry for you. But I, yeah, I will say it's it's not the end of the world if you don't find your person in high school or in college. Absolutely. you're going to grow and learn a lot more and have uh, more time to yourself. Yeah. So uh, next up, I'm going to say, um, you know, spend a little bit more time with your parents while you still can. And that's uh, very sweet. I, I completely agree with that one because yeah. you go through phases of not wanting to. You do. And sometimes it ends up being too late before before you get to do it. This is actually a good list, Emily. I think we should bring it back tomorrow yeah. and later today and continue talking about this because there's some really good ones I want to I wanna go through on this one. And uh, we're going to do that on the next Clickbait Corner. It's the CJ Morgan Show. If you've got advice or opinions, we're a text away eight. 8- Three five one zero one five or at CJ Morgan Show on the internet. Sacrificing body, mind, and spirit for the perfect D's nuts joke. The CJ Morgan Show on one hundred one X.